from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. You ever been driving down a desert road in a small desert town with nothing in sight for miles when suddenly, suddenly, you're hit with a beam of light and out of nowhere there is this force. It's this force that's just, it's just pulling on you. It feels like it's calling on you. This unmistakable pressure. Pulling you into the cosmos. And then you realize you've just been abducted by aliens. <gasps> Damn. I'm in an alien spaceship. Folks, that's what it was like the day this woman stepped on the scene in New Girl. I mean, the New Girl fans know her as Nadia. But we know her as the super talented and brilliant Rebecca Reed. Wow. Wow. What a introduction. <laughs> you know, Lamorne and I went back and forth. Who gets to introduce Rebecca? <laughs> and um, Lamorne won. He really wanted to introduce you. And I am now so happy he did. Because <laughs> instead of reading off of like IMDb, this man gave you the intro that you deserve because that is now true. I need to take my shoes off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all the listeners dress. out there, <laughs> all the listeners out there, grab a towel. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because one time this publicist, when I first arrived in LA, said, "Rebecca, it's like you came fully formed from nowhere." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank We're you." We're still friends now. 
ish. That kind of I, that kind of makes a, a little bit of sense. I do, you know. I, I remember when, um, like, I I had no idea you were English when I met you. I thought you were Russian. I genuinely thought this. For those out there who who may may have not seen the episode, you play a Russian model on New Girl named Nadia. Yeah, and. When you came on, I thought, oh, my God, this is one of the funniest performances I've ever seen in my entire life. And I just thought you were Russian. I just I know. I thought I was Russian, too. <laughs> I feel like I kn- it was maybe your second episode or something where I actually heard your real voice. Yeah. I think you stayed in character a little bit. Or maybe it was just that I only saw you in the scene because we were being pulled around so much th- in that yeah. first season. But it was... It was a big shock to me when, yeah, you didn't have a, a Russian accent because you were nailing it. <laughs> but you know, it's really funny. June, who played Sadie, I saw her on set of the um, show that she was shooting when, you know, with Jane Fonda. And I started talking to her and her face dropped and she was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were Russian. <laughs> When I first booked that role um, uh, in Hancock Park, a guy came and he handed me a manila envelope with um, uh, recordings inside of how to do a Russian accent. Wait, Wait, what? Yeah, so somebody came to my my studio in Hancock Park at the time. I I don't live in the studio anymore. Obviously, I live in Malibu. But... um, But I Moving was given up. a manila envelope, guess from the producers, of how to do an, a Russian accent. So I was like, shit, they don't think I can do it completely. Oh, I better like see to this. So I never used those tapes. I went to this one woman called Jessica Drake, who mm. worked who works with everyone really, like Steve Martin, and in all the accents he's done, she's worked with him. And she would find the comedy with Steve when they're creating accents. So mm-hmm. I did my first, you know, I've worked with, I worked with her throughout the course of New Girl to make sure there was some consistency. Mm. So I always marked the scripts, you know, phonetically um, to make sure that I was hitting my mark with the accent. How did you cope then with all of the alt lines and jokes? Because I can't, I imagine you got so many because you're so funny and the writers love to write for you. And they would just throw jokes out that you'd never seen before in this accent that you were, you know, learning and studying. Yeah, I think I, I just like in the end, I just kind of knew that there was maybe three things I always had to do. Mm. And I always made sure I did those when it was like on the fly. But really, that accent opened up a whole portal of adoring dialects and really going into studying. Like, I became a bit obsessed, not with just Russian, but like the, it, where different English dialects come from, the American dialect. Give us a Jamaican accent. I Give can't, us, do, get, can't do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> Give us a Cameroonian, uh, a Southern Cameroonian I accent. feel like you actually, Lauren, could do a Southern Cameroonian yeah. accent on the fly. Uh, no, probably, probably, but I don't, I, I don't You'd know what it sounds it. like. I would have to hear it first. I would have yeah, to hear you're it actually first. very good at accents as well. Like, I feel like on set you would, for some reason, go around and be like, here's the difference between Australian, New Zealand, <laughs> and South African. And you could yeah. somehow navigate those waters in like three sentences. Honestly, it was because I, 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 I didn't know who I was as a person. Right. So I like to be other people because I was insecure. Now that I know who I am, I don't do accents anymore. <laughs> it's off the resume. You just like <laughs> yeah. scrubbed off the bottom part. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Um, done Rebecca, them. just in case there is the one listener, mm-hmm. um, because this is a New Girl Rewatch podcast, so most people are here because they have watched and are rewatching the show with us. Yeah. Um, but in case they've never heard Nadia, oh. um, could you, do you have anything you could read that's next to you? Um, in a Nadia accent, or so you could say anything you would like about anything. I don't know. I mean, this is um, a New York Starbucks coffee cup <laughs> with my green tea that I drink every morning. <laughs> I wish I had a husband who could make it for me, but I have to make it myself. 
I'm living alone in Malibu, looking at the sea every morning, wondering, where is he? Where is he? And all I see is little fishermen on their boats outside, floating by, looking for lobsters. But where the fuck is my husband? I better go to the smoothie. There's a juice bar in Malibu. It's like Predator. It's like people go there like Predators. It's like everyone at some point in their life will move through this juice bar. It's like I just hung out there. Eventually, I meet David Duchovny. <laughs> Is it like riding a bike? Or are you just like back in slightly psychotic, menacing... Nadia land? Menacing Nadia land. Yeah, it's fuck you up. Yeah. It's always just like a little delighted and violent. Yeah, There's yeah it's something. a little violent. Oh, always. That's so funny, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, you know, obviously when, when, when you came on the show, New Girl at the time was one of the bigger shows in, in television. Did you experience any, uh, ex- you know, experience any of that out and about with your character because you have such a unique character and such a a, a well-loved character mm. you know i know we get it you know as you know as some of the main cast but you know there are a handful of our there are a handful of our recurring characters mm. that stick out and have their own like you have your own reddit page and all this stuff from your quotes and <laughs> all this yeah <laughs> it's huge so you know do you ever get people that come up to you oh, and, yeah. and talk I about do. the show with you yeah i do uh, all the time at galson's <laughs> no, you actually, know what? there's yeah, something about the supermarket that does give people maybe it's because we're like all trapped indoors with a task so they know that you can't like yeah you know you can't just keep walking down the sidewalk and it'll be a brief exchange deeper conversations with people who've watched your work seem to <laughs> always happen yeah totally always it does yeah it does happen quite often like i think there was an instance a couple of weeks ago I was at a restaurant and the waitress wanted to have a chat so I just like had a chat with her. It was really nice. She took a picture. I don't like having my picture taken. That's the thing. So then I got her to show me the pictures and then I hearted the one that I told her she had to delete everything else. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's a that's a very Nicki Minaj thing to do. No, I'm very controlling. Yeah. I'm working on it. You Listen. I think you, that's you, fair. You gotta know what you want. You gotta know what you want. And then yeah. lives online then forever. Yeah, I got a lot yeah. of photos out there of me that people tag me in, and my face is all weird. And I, yeah, you don't my want hair that. Line is off, and I'm like, damn it, like, I don't, you know. But you know, I I don't know what to do in those moments. I don't want to be like, give me your phone and let me see, because I think people feel like because of my character on TV that they can beat me up. Yeah, they can totally beat you up. Whereas my character, I can beat them up. Yeah. That's true. They're going to listen to Rebecca because they know there's a little Nadia maybe that will come out. And she's like, give me your phone. They're like, sure, of course, absolutely. Here you go. No problem. Please do whatever you want with it. You can take it. Take the whole phone. It's fine. Um, okay, so let's, we've dove, like, dove straight in and we haven't actually, I've never heard the story of how you um, got the audition for the show, how really? that went, when you got the news that you were going to be on it. And I feel like it was only supposed to be for that one episode yeah. and maybe a couple words, right? And then it yeah. grew into something. So. Talk us through, because I, hey, I don't know the story of Nadia getting onto New Girl. Okay, well, I just came to LA because I'd broke up with someone and they t- they bought me a small guitar and told me I should do stand-up in LA. And I actually took the advice. Whoa. Um, <laughs> What's his, his name? Name, name his name was... Actually, you would know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Piven, if you're listening. <laughs> you're fucked up, man. You're fucked up, Jeremy Piven. So Wait, there's a video of you online that is so great of you at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, that's that's what that was my first stand up. Are you joking? <laughs> where you're playing the ukulele and eating a sandwich and yeah, singing exactly. the motherfucker song? Yeah, motherfucker. So, so that so the thing is with stand with that stand up, it's like spliced, right? It's like real my life and not real life, like conjingled together. <laughs> and it was from that time that I did that stand up that I booked. Uh, children's hospital and worked with David Wayne mm. and then David Wayne when I booked New Girl was the director on that episode so mm. he, by chance by chance I think wow unless David Wayne's just a super fan and was following <laughs> you in your career no <laughs> I, like, I don't I think he's a super Rebecca. fan um, um well that's amazing so wait how did you get the audition were you so, just within 
This is the crazy thing.、Mm. I got the audition through my commercial agent. It was a commercial、What? audition because they wanted、uh, European models, and they went to the commercial agents. And so I was in the waiting room with all of these girls who thought it was a Russian model. So they like had like eighties makeup and everything, and I was just wearing this very beautiful dress that I had borrowed. Mm. Um, and had no makeup, <laughs> and I went in there, and I just did these lines with a Polish accent because I had originally been doing a Polish accent for something else, and it was Eastern European. So I did this Polish accent. It was an under five, and the casting director Jessica under five、really、got, means are、uh, like under five lines,、oh, okay. yeah. sentences, <laughs> and Jessica monks, yeah. She was、One、in the room, and we just had a real laugh.、Yeah. Um, and so I think I went back again.、Uh, I think, yeah, I think I may have gone back another time. And then my my commercial agent said that I booked it, and、um, and then、um, I thought I booked an episode of Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, holy! <laughs> and I didn't recognise Max. <laughs> I was like, "This is really confusing." <laughs> so you wait、girl. when you got on set, you were confused. I, I thought I was. I thought it was a an, an episode of Gossip Girl that I was on. <laughs> we get confused a lot. Gossip Girl, Two Broke Girls, New Girl. So you hadn't heard of New Girl? Game of Thrones. No. Yeah. And I had a new girl. I was working somewhere, and the woman I was working with said, "Oh, you got an acting job." And I was like, "Yeah, I just booked a show called Gossip Girl." <laughs> <laughs> They both have "girl" in the title. To be fair, yeah. yeah. But the other girl in the scene with me was actually a Russian model, and I always remember, bless her heart. That is so condescending when you say "bless your heart."、Yeah. It usually、um, means like you're an idiot. You're an、yeah. idiot. <laughs> well, she after we shot the scene. I went outside and she was in crafty and she was sticking, um, uh, uh, like about a dozen cereal bars in her pockets and in her、Ooh. bags. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Lose it for later." Oh, oh、huh. my gosh! You know what the life—the life of an actor, man. Life of a model. She wasn't an actor. She was a model. Well, yeah,、mm. it's it's in the entertainment business isn't as glamorous as you may think. It is not glamorous at all. That no, that crafty no. comes in handy.、Mm, mm, But I, I will、can't. say, if it's your first or second time on a set, and people are just like laying out delicious snacks,、yeah. and there's no like rule board on there, I for sure. I'm someone who's gonna like pull up with like a little bag and be like, I、oh. might just take all these granola bars. Let me tell you something. I still do it. I still before I leave a set, if I if it's like my last day, and in my trailer they have snacks that are sitting in my trailer. Oh, that's it. That's oh yeah, just dump、day. into the passenger seat. Yeah, it's going in my、yeah. it's going in my duffel bag. Really,、yeah. it's going in my duffel bag.、That's、I had a friend、right. who came to set, an ex girlfriend who came to the new girl set, and she brought her friend with her, right. Lovely people, lovely people. You know, they do well for themselves, like financially. They're fine. Her friend had never been on a set before, so she goes to Crafty. She goes to Crafty, and she comes back, and she's like, "Holy shit, they got everything in there!"、And、I was like, "Yeah," and she went in the Crafty truck, and I said, "Yeah, they got a lot of stuff." And I was like, "Just grab what you want and just come kick it." And she goes, "Anything I want?"、And、I said, "Yeah, just that's what it's for. Just grab something that you." I come back after we we cut. I go back to my trailer. They're sitting in my trailer. She, no joke, has a grocery bag. <laughs> She's like、filled. supermarket sweep. She's yes. like, let's go. <laughs> I said, don't go shopping. What the hell? <laughs> She went shopping. <laughs> She literally went shopping. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so your scene partner went and cleared crafty. Yeah, she yeah. cleared crafty. I said she shouldn't、huh. do that, but she didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, did you model? You model for real? In, in real real life, yeah, how how accurate was this? The the new girl modeling concept. I mean, because both of you played models together,、mm. and you model in real life. You know, and obviously it's a comedy, but like some of the bits and some of the the I don't know storylines around it. Is that any bit accurate to、oh, the real life? Yeah, I tell you something. Okay, so when I was modeling in Paris, this、mm-hmm. is like 
a while ago now, I remember I was lining up outside this building. Literally, the line went down the street. All these models, men and women, it was for Lacoste. Mm. And there was a girl next to me outside, Russian. She was smoking. And it was really like getting in my airspace. And I said, would you mind to smoke in another direction? And she replied, maybe you breathe too hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of based Nadia on that one interaction. (laughs) I was about to say, I was like, is that the real Nadia? Yeah, that is the real Nadia. I met her in a Lacoste casting years ago, (laughs) which I booked actually. Really? Did yeah, she? I used to like really book things like left, right, and center. I don't know what happened. For the fans out there, if you're listening, right, please go and find this Lacoste ad. Yeah, uh, I tried. Rebecca Reed. <laughs> you can't find it. Was it print? No, was it? Yeah, it was. It was like literally. No, that was another. It was the. Uh, it's like a shipping thing, and and because I'm very slim, all the clothes that were were meant to be really big on me. I think it was a lookbook. Yeah, maybe it was a lookbook. I actually Lacoste emailed Lacoste years ago and asked when I was trying to get my O1 visa. Lacoste, please, we, let's bring this back, okay? Let's the new, it, let's br- whatever she was modeling. Let's bring that line of clothing back, okay? We need the new girl fans to get the Nadia wear. <laughs> Nadia wear. The Nadia Lacoste wear. So, how did the Nadia role then? grow yeah. do you know how it grew just from the well, one episode and the under five to second you being a mainstay of the show well i heard from someone mm. that you or max said oh i like doing scenes with her she's funny to liz is that not true I mean, that does, I mean, I loved doing scenes with you. Yeah, I love so, doing scenes with you. Yeah. I have so, done I mean, scenes with you, though. Have you guys <laughs> never done a scene together? I don't know. So, have we? I don't think so. No, never. Wow. Is this the first time you guys are really meeting? <laughs> Should <laughs> no, I go? No, <laughs> Is this an introduction chat? Um, <laughs> but you know what? I do think that it was, because I remember just really learning on the fly a lot of things and um, building up the courage to use my voice in the first season because it was Mm. a lot of, you know, things going on for the first time for me. Um, So I can't imagine that I would like march over to Liz, right? And understand I had that power to be like, I want to do more of that. I was just so happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But But Max, um, Max, I know is like, like loves you and is a huge fan of yours. So oh, that yeah. makes sense. And he was all way more seasoned on set to understand, oh, yeah. do that, say that. Yeah. Um, then we get to work with all these funny people again. Mm. Um, if the, if Liz feels the same and she obviously did. So that's it. That's really nice to know. I'm going to, yeah, I, I give that to Max, even though I probably had the same thought. Yeah. I'm sure he's the one who took action on it. I do I believe know. that. What if you if you heard that? I do believe it was Max. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, hear it, though. I just don't remember where from. Yeah, I don't um, know, but that's maybe your Reddit page. You probably heard it from your Reddit. <laughs> <page>. <laughs> yeah, a super fan, a super yeah. Nadia fan knows your story better than you. Yeah, that's you, really cool. And then when did they tell you that you were going to break his penis? <laughs> when, I, when I read the page, yeah. that was—I mean—that was one of the craziest storylines I feel like I've seen on network TV. Period. Well, then I saw a penis that actually looked like what they said in the script, and I didn't even think that that existed. A broken penis, yeah. How, like, how did you see this? I'm scared to ask. How did you see this penis? I sent her a picture. <laughs> sent her. You have met before. <laughs> We've met. I sent her a photo. You sent uh, the weirdest dick pic no. of all time. <laughs> you know what's Google really funny, though, picture. is that I found this weird thing happening with New Girl. I book an episode, then something weird would happen. So in the first reading that we did, which was actually at Fox, you know, when we'd have like a huge audience. Mm-hmm. And so I left my Yves Saint Laurent blazer on the back of the chair and then it just disappeared forever. And then <gasps> I booked another episode with the monkey thing. Monkey, yeah. monkey, where you could. And then my cat called Monkey got run over by a car. Oh, boy. 
So then, and then I booked, and then I was on set the next week. So when I said "monkey no" to Zoe, "monkey no," it was like really like finding that my out my cat had died. Like "monkey no," so it's like there was always like a weird kind of like thing that I would find in the script. So whether it was like the actual penis that went left, or the monkey, my little monkey cat that died, or suddenly my my blazer went missing, or like there'd be like some weird like connection to the script. Wow, but I don't have that anymore because I believe in God and I don't do spells anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta ask you, out of all those coincidences, which one has bothered you the most? I feel like it's the jacket. (laughs) Oh yeah, do you know I do really miss that jacket. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. I have to ask because was it just doing research for like the episode that you Googled broken penis or did you see one with your own eyes? I saw one with my own eyes. I don't know whether it was broken, but like it went straight and then left. I didn't know that penises could ever do that. The whole thing's gone left. The whole interview. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I was ever in that situation, if I would not be able to say something what i would just be so curious i would want to be like what happened you yeah. born that way when did you yeah, turn he was on? born that way he was yeah. born oh you did ask oh, okay no i just didn't ask i just know i mean yeah, you I wouldn't ask you just assume right i, I mean you could sleep I a... sleep a certain way for long periods of time and then just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
just, well, you, that just, you know, Isn't that what I mean? like parents used to say back in the day, like if you keep your face twisted up like that, you know, the wind It'll will stay, change and it will yeah. stay like that. It will stay like that. Yeah. 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 Scoliosis is the scoliosis of the brain. <laughs> so plowing ahead, um, you not only not only do you bless the stage. You you bless our screens. You're so funny, but you you were a writer as well, also director, producer. Um, tell us about this short. Tell us about this short that you created. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I love I love like telling stories based on real people, and so I found this story based on this ballerina called Francesca Mann. Mm-hmm. Not the happiest of stories. She mm. was a ballerina during World War Two. And um, she was, um, you know, she died in in the gas chambers. But there was an eyewitness report that I came across that said that whilst everyone was, you know, getting undressed, something propelled her to dance. And I get very emotional when I talk about this because... You know, it's not comedy, is it? I mean, so, you know, she um, got the attention of a guard and this is, none of this was planned and she, you know, close enough to grab his gun and she shot him and she shot someone else as well, another guard. And so I worked with this writer to retell this story in the form of a short and um yeah i mean i didn't really you know it's not it wasn't really for anyone to see it was really because you know we're all storytellers and i felt i wanted to tell Hmm. wow wow that is that's incredible that's incredible that you how did you how did you come across yeah. her story? Well, I um I found this book called The Hotel Polsky. Um and it was about how in World War Two in Poland, in Warsaw, there was this scam about the Hotel Polsky where after the ghetto was burnt down, um what the Nazis strategized was to get the rest of the Jews out of hiding was that they was now selling these passports for North America and Israel. And, um, and so I read this account and they kept on talking about, you know, people who had brought Jewish people unknowingly into this scam and were war criminals. And Francesca was mentioned as one, but I didn't believe that, that was the case. So I did more research and I found this other eyewitness report of the actual night that this happened with her death. And I don't know, I just pieced everything together and researched who she was as a young, you know, she was 26 when she died, who she was and what her life might have been up into that time. And I don't believe that she, I feel that she was trying to save herself and her family and she was had good intentions. So I just, you know, over COVID, I just really researched this woman. She, I felt that she was, because she was a ballerina and it was in her body, that in this highly stressful situation, there was a force that moved her and her body responded, not in the way that everybody else responded. It responded in a way in her last moments that she would be in joy, you know, that's how she expressed herself. That's through dance. And so she wanted to die in the way that she decided, even though that she knew it was intimate, but that she could have that one last experience as an artist. She was an artist. Oh, wow. It's so like- that's what I was exploring with that short. Mm-hmm. And I wish I, I knew. I wish yeah. I knew. That's what it's called. I wish I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew. It's called Soft. Hmm, no. Soft. This one's called Soft. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had known. Oh, that's <laughs> another short I directed. <laughs> you know what's so interesting? You know what's so interesting? Well, as you were you going, were. as you were going, you know, and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, 
it's such you're, you're so passionate about about your work and about and especially about this particular piece i was talking about a completely different project yeah <laughs> yeah i know yeah. i was talking about my last project i just i yeah. for, forgot about i wish i had known i'm sorry i get emotional i just mm. do i am an emotional person i can't help it I no, kind of like great. try and keep it like all locked down, but it's just it's just who I am. It's just There's no possible. way if you were, you know, especially took it upon yourself to tell this story that I would say almost no one knows. No and one then knows. put yourself in the charge of sharing it and the responsibility that comes with it. And then the um, gaps you have to fill in in a way that you hope still honors, you know, the truth that you know of that person. Yeah. Um, that I'm sure every time you share it, that would feel emotional because you're carrying a lot around that. Yeah. Soft. soft, soft. That was soft. Yeah, that was I did that in COVID. And can people see that? I mean, no. I just, I mean, like we submitted to it all to the festivals, but it didn't really, it didn't get really take it. Did it yeah, I think it got picked up a couple of places, but the place, but the next film I did called "I Wish I Had Known" did mm. get picked up and win um, some like film awards and stuff like that and that was about um another project that i was working on which i wanted to be a tv show but then i didn't do it i this was that the the wish i had known was actually a proof of concept and i asked women from all around the world if there was one thing that they wish they had known about womanhood when they were a girl you know something that they had been told what would it have been and I asked, I think, a hundred women, you know, not actresses in Hollywood, but you know, from all over the world, and I learned so much. I what learned was the big that, takeaway that that women shared. Well, all for those me, women knew me. <laughs> they all knew Larry. They all knew who I was. I think um, a big thing for me was that other women are not the competition. Mm. I think in our position, well, not for you because you know, you're a mother now. You know, it's different stage in your life, but you know you're kind of pitted against other women as a model and as an actress and realizing that they're not the competition kind of takes a weight off mm-hmm. and to not, um, and to not um, blame your mother cause you never know what she's gone through <laughs> and that, you know, it's okay to be a late bloomer that we don't have to adhere to these timelines that the overculture, you know, tells us so you know you can start a family in your 40s and fall in love for the first time in your 50s or in your 60s and you know life is always happening you know it's never too late i'd say you i knew a woman started a family in the 70s it was <laughs> oh god like, man you, know, like, you 78 years old you popping out babies right now Ooh. <laughs> okay. like, hey, gr- hey hey grandmom well <laughs> it's not well gr- women in their 70s have gone through the menopause and going through the menopause portal means that you're now a grandmother or you will grandmother be that role model grandmother. I mean, what would be the thing that you wish you had known? Mm, I think I would have started therapy years ago. Mm. I think, you know, in in the UK, we don't really do therapy. It's really, it's not something that you do. I think that, you know, therapy has given me a foundation, a foundation, you know, because I didn't really have a very stable childhood. And so therapy for me has kind of helped me, you know, have a stable foundation to now build my life on. Hmm. You know, it's rather than be failing, frailing all over the place. Do I do this? I'll do this. I'll do this. Like to have more of a, an understanding of why I'm doing things, more conscious of why I'm doing things. Wow, like just being intentional. More inten- yeah, more intentional, um, taking, you know, things less personally and really having more of a connection to God hmm. or love, God, love. Right. I find your answer to be uh, a very profound one. Like, it's, 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 that's who you, I mean, obviously comedy it runs in your bones, but you're, you're also a, a, a thinker and you're, you're a very thoughtful individual. If you were to ask me that question, um i'm not gonna lie to you i'm very i'm I'm an idiot i would have said something money related (laughs) i would have been like oh i would have invested in microsoft i would have bought up all the bitcoin you know i i would have said something like that and that um 
that's why when I said in the intro that you were like this force who came on the show, um, you're very, very unique. You're a very, very unique individual. And we were just kind of blessed to have you as a, as a member of our, our new girl family. Thank let you. Me that ask means you a, little, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the, let me ask you something, Lamorne, though, to reframe it, because I, it's funny you said that. And I'm like, for sure you would have deflected with humor, right? Yeah. But what would you want your daughter mm-hmm. to know? about being a woman what's the lesson or the teaching you hope that she carries with her and you could give it to her now to make things a little easier or more joyous and better for her that i that i can't define what a woman is for her you know what i mean it's well i'll I'll raise you the way i raise you i'll teach you lessons that i i feel will keep you safe and keep you strapped and ready for for life and then wherever you go at that point i can't dictate that i can I can protect you from a distance, you know what I mean? But you, you, the definition, I'm not, I can't, I can't tell anybody how to be, that's something she has to kind of grow into using her and, and not to be, and not to feel pressured to, to be something else, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, Cause that's gotta be difficult too. I would imagine the, the definition of a man, that's the, there are a lot of times you, even as a man, you'll hear it, you'll go, a real man would do this. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I just, Maybe I'm not a real man. I would, you know, I didn't, I didn't do things like you would have done things. So, and that's, and that's a big pressure for me. So I can imagine how it feels to be, you know, um, a woman having to to feel that pressure. So I wouldn't want that pressure for her. Right. It's funny though, right? As soon as it's about your daughter, then it's not deflected with comedy. Mm -hmm. I could have. Right. You went just as in the deep (laughs) waters as Rebecca in that very honest, truthful answer. That is is true. Um, I deflect because I don't have a good relationship with my father. No. <laughs> Sorry. You have a good relationship with your mother. Oh, it's a great relationship. My mom is incredible. She's the best. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I mentioned something in uh, the last deflection about <laughs> uh, Bitcoin and, and, mm, and crypto, Bitcoin. and you like you, you do. I now, it. I Rebecca has been kind of schooling me offline about Web three and the NFT space and mm. the metaverse and you know the essentially the future and mm-hmm. and so and you know there's there's so much skepticism around it and you know people don't understand it and it's it's weird for some folks and you know and some folks will be just fine without it and that's perfectly fine but rebecca you are you are knee deep in, how did you get involved yeah how did you how learn about start? it who introduced you mm, who introduced me um well i grew up in london with a lot of um british artists and so I lived in East London for a while where a lot of those galleries were coming up and I stayed in contact with one artist who, when it was Bitcoin, called me to tell me to invest in Bitcoin and I didn't. And then last year around March, he called me again and was telling me about NFTs and he wouldn't let up. He would call me, you know, a, a few times a week to tell me about this new space and so Eventually, I started to listen and um, was reading up on it and started to listen to the Defiant podcast. He's British, but he's based in Amsterdam. And then I started my own project called Audrey Mouse, um, which was a stand-up character that I've now imagined um, for, uh, for Web3. And so I was going to do an NFT drop, but I stopped. I stopped because... I ideated something else which I think is more valuable to the space, um, which is I have created a VR shopping platform bridging the gap between Web 2 consumers and Web 3. And Audrey Mouse is the Alexa or the Siri of this space. So she guides Web 2 users, which is the internet as we know it now, to Web 3. And what is a VR shopping experience? Well, up until now, we've known two ways to shop, brick and mortar. And the second way is Amazon and platforms like Amazon. And with Shopiverse, which is the platform I'm launching, it's the third way to shop. And we're calling this meta-commerce. And I've started to dream in this way now. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm not kidding, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up and I imagined a sandal on my foot. I was thinking about buying the sand when I was like woke up and I was like, oh. So in this platform, you'll be able to say to Audrey Mouse, Audrey, take me to, I don't know, Hugo Boss, take me to Tory Burch. You'll be able to go into these storefronts and try on outfits in virtual reality and when you're using the uh, VR headsets. But we are developing it for desktop and as an app for your phone. But you will be able to use it to... um, virtually try on clothing wild so we're calling this meta commerce and so you know the thing is with web 3 it's not going to take over the internet it's about integrating into the internet and so essentially you know what web 3 is it's just based on the blockchain and every cryptocurrency is based on its particular blockchain and so with um shopiverse it will be based on a blockchain but What's interesting about this platform is that up until now, cryptocurrency has only been only been able to trade, buy and sell cryptocurrency. There's been no real life, you know, transactions that you can do. But in this space, you can use your cryptocurrency. And we're also creating a play to earn game so people can, you know, own token, earn tokens. And then they can either exchange that for fiat or use those tokens in the shop of us. Wow. 
You should do a TED talk on this. <laughs> I, I was just about to I say. I feel like you just explained that to me in a way that I could actually understand because I'm so outside of all of that world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I understood everything that you said. Because usually it all just will fly over my head just because I'm not. I, yeah, I because really know there's no. Real use application. It's like, what right. the fuck is an NFT? I can't point to anything in the real world and say, oh, that's an NFT. So that's why people don't trust it. Sure. But mm-hmm. literally, NFT is just a tech term. It's literally just a way of wrapping data. So your grandma can imagine something and an NFT can wrap data around it and then put it on a blockchain, whether that's on Ethereum blockchain or Polygon or Solano. These are all different blockchains. It's interesting um, when you said she should do a TED Talk. So I, I learned a lot about crypto through Audrey Mouse. Uh, oh, yeah, Audrey instru- Mouse. Yeah, she, she sent me these instructional videos. So for folks out there who... Um, for folks out there who are a little skeptical or don't or just don't know enough, because I'm still learning all the time. Um, and I, I would like to say I'm fairly well-versed in it now. Um, um, but Audrey Mouse was kind of teaching me some of the basics because once you have the basics down you'll start to think in a in a different way and i and it's just so exciting that uh i have a like a homie who worked (laughs) with who worked with who understand who's in the comedy spaces the tv film space but also now in this space and understands me of, of what i was you know attempting to do or going through and this character you created kind of helped guide me through that mm Yeah, I hope to do more with her. I really do want to position her, not just in my app as a guide, but for other brands as well that want to bring their consumers from Web 2 and have that Web 3 experience. Um, But yeah, I've I've done a few videos and I think the reason why they're really effective is because every single word I'm saying, I wrote and I understand. It's like, you know, when you go and see a bad Shakespeare play and you don't understand anything, it's almost like because the actors don't understand what they're saying. Right. But when you go to a good Shakespeare <laughs> and all the actors know exactly every single word, it's like you have a full experience of the truth. Yeah. And I think like with these Audrey Mouse videos, I really wanted to understand the basics and then pass that on. That's incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we are here with the wonderful and talented uh, actress, comedian, and Web3 innovator, uh, <laughs> Rebecca Reed. Um, should uh, we dive into the box? We should dive What's into that? the box. You want to know what the box is? I'm excited. Nick's <laughs> box. Is it like the nerd jar? Not the nerd jar. The oh, the douchebag jar. No, the douchebag jar. The douchebag jar. That's also, by the way, the fact that you would call Schmidt's douchebag jar the nerd jar is a very naughty a thing to do. Oh, 100%. <laughs> You're not a douchebag. You're a nerd. I can't do the Russian accent, but I can hear Nadia being like, oh, please, that's a compliment for an idiot. Like, And you. I could see you playing a Russian spy. Work on the accent and I could see it happening for you. Maybe if then Rebecca would just like dub voice me, then I could do it. <laughs> I'm just like with Jessica. That's right. Um, okay. Yeah. Explain the box, Lamorne. Let's go. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to this segment. It's a segment where we, we crawl into the back of Nick's closet. Okay, it's a lot of strange things in Nick's closet. A lot of sticky things, a lot of crusty <laughs> okay, things. Okay, okay, this is not part of, of the intro. <laughs> smelly, stained things in the back of Nick's closet. But when we're back there, what we're going to do is we're going to bypass all that trash. And we're going to pull out some of the memories that the cast and crew of New Girl have kept hidden for years. So, Rebecca, what's your favorite memory from your time on New Girl? Um... One that just immediately jumped into my brain, like right here, mm-hmm. um, was the last episode when I'm doing the speech to mm-hmm. Jess, mm-hmm. and Hannah is to my right, and she's taking pictures of what I'm just pictures, just as Hannah, and um, I think um, for the last take, I just like stormed off the front of the stage. I just remembered that. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but I just <laughs> remembered that. And yeah, I just saw all little moments. Remember like the, the eggshells in the scrambled eggs? 
for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> the crafty mean to leave those eggshells in. Yeah, I think so. It's a little treat. A little treat. We, <laughs> we do a segment on our show called Where's the Bear? But in real life, it's kind of like, you know, find the shells and the eggs. Oh, Wait, okay. is this real? No. <laughs> I just thought of my favorite moment. Um, I got to say, um, when I did a John Patrick Shanley play, I understood what acting was for the first time because my molecular structure and my patterns changed from Rebecca to this character that I was playing Donna. And then when I worked with, the, with um, Max, something else happened because I had decided on the script how I was going to play the scene and then I had to surrender everything over because what Max, how Max was looking at me <laughs> in the moment when we did that Mick Mouse scene, I had to throw everything away and just be there with Max present and saying these lines to Max and all of my preparation out the window, very, very present. And that was my second big acting lesson was with Max and the lesson was being present. I felt so alive in that scene with him, with Mick Mouse, because I was discovering things for the first time. Like, I remember looking at him one time and thinking, does he think I'm stupid? That was Rebecca's <laughs> thought. And then it came out in the Nadia voice. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think that was probably one of my favorite experiences. And then, because I think that was like the first time where Liz would then throw lines, but it was before they would write them down and leave them in your room. It was when Liz was on set and she would shout, say yeah. that, or she'll come up to you and say, say, and so she would say, I remember her calling over and saying something. And then, and then I hearing people laughing. I was like, oh, am I funny right now? Is this funny? Because I really think that he, that Max, this actor thinks I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think there's a, there was, a handful of people, um, less than a handful of people, who when they would come to set and we knew they were going to visit us, we um, all immediately became unprofessional because we were so excited they were going to be there. And I feel like I can speak for myself. Then I was not a very good scene partner because <laughs> I was like, Rebecca's such a strong actress. She's so funny. She has this character that I'm not going to be sitting here as Cece. I am Hannah, and I'm going to break the entire time and laugh and watch this incredible performance. And I know that's not going to bump you because you're amazing. And I feel like it was just like a joyous thing. And I, I feel like Max kind of him. felt the same way where, okay, maybe you had Schmidt sometimes in the scene, but I think a lot of times off camera when it, with, it was turned around on you and he's sitting off camera, I'm sure he was just sitting there as Max, as Max. laughing his ass off because you're just so funny. I didn't and know committed. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I think I remember that time when we did one of our first scenes together, Hannah, in, in, in Cece's apartment and, and why I have to answer the door to Schmidt. And I remember doing that scene <laughs> on Gossip Girl, I thought I was on. <laughs> I was still. Um, and I said to Max, when I said to Max in between, I was like, Am I doing okay? Do you, do you think this is okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone was so surprised. I think genuinely everyone was so surprised because I feel like a lot of times you, 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 know, you step on a TV set and you're the new kid in town and you just go like, I just want to get in, say my lines. I'm not going to take any risk or chances, do anything differently and get out of there and hope that they like me. Right. We sit from a, in a place of fear. Mm. Right. And you came in and had built this whole character, this whole world for her. You were so committed to it. And we all kind of just whenever the Nadia character was on the show, we all had to join Nadia's world. <laughs> like yeah. that was just the way of it. Well, that's Nadia what you do. never integrated into our world. If well, Nadia what you was do. there, we were in her world. And it was awesome, Rebecca. That's, it was that's so exactly great. what you're supposed to do. You're supposed yeah. to it's like when you it's like basketball. I, I always have basketball references because I'm a huge basketball fan. That's the only <laughs> thing I can relate real life to. You have somebody who comes in and their specialty is scoring. Like you have to get that person the ball. 
I'm like, we can do everything else. Just get that person the ball. That's like, right. That, that's it. Like, she's going to score. And that's that's where the money is whenever she's there. Is this, this, these are where the jokes are going to come from. This is what's going to keep the the eyeballs on the screen, and they and and it, we think you did a, a fantastic. Yeah, job it was that. like so the greatest day when we would see the next episode. Nadia's back for whatever it was. Everybody got excited because mm. we know that if we got to share a scene with you, we could sit as us and enjoy a performance. And who knows what direction it's going to go? And that's the best. That's why you feel alive in something. Yeah. I think that's one of the best things about acting. Well, I think in comedy. Is that live feeling? But I mean, you guys are doing this like full time, like amazing. I mean, on it all the time. So I was just getting into and like having a little taste. But I do really understand how special the show is and was because the alchemy of all of you together is like that was the jackpot. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. I, I was a series regular on another show. And I was like, and New Girl and, and Children's Hospital were my only other, you know, comparisons. And I was so excited to book this series regular. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be like my own New Girl. It's going to be amazing <laughs> cast. I'm going to love them all. Friends until we die, you know. And it wasn't like that at all. Like I, I got hives from the stress. Jesus. Right. I mean, people say that to us all the time. And I've never had another experience prior to it, right? Mm. And so it was my first time. And so like you, I was just like, well, this must be how it all works. Yeah. And wow. everyone's like, well, wait till the show ends one day and you go into the real world. I got, yeah. I got lucky because on Woke, the show I'm currently on, uh, we get along famously. Yeah. You, like, you guys look like you have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we have a t- too much fun. Um, too I much feel fun. like, guys, we're going to have to wrap this up. And yes. I will say... This is such this episode I love so much because it is so true to the spirit of you, Rebecca. It this is the most one of the most unpredictable, wonderful um, conversations I've had in a long time. And I've learned so much. I've laughed. I've cried. Oh, I did. (laughs) Yeah, I cried, too. I was crying with you. I mean, Mm. you um, I didn't cry because I'm a man. We don't cry. That's what I was told. I saw at least a little tear in the corner of your eye. <laughs> no, I was damp in the ducts. Just a little damp. <laughs> and you may have thought when you tuned into this episode at the top and heard Lamorne's intro, like, that seems like a little much. And now after sitting here for an hour with Rebecca, you understand, if anything, it was um, an understatement instead of an overstatement. You are a light and a force. And we love you. And thank oh, you so much. I love much. you guys, too coming on to welcome to our show and i would like to dedicate this episode to monkey because i didn't know that you had lost monkey the week before and then have to come and repeatedly say your sweet cat's name over and over again that must have felt so strange and i didn't know it at the time but i know it now so to monkey we love you and thank monkey. you for i still have Rebecca. a name tag really oh, yeah well monkey um, we mm. love you, Rebecca. Thank you for coming love on the show. Love you too. Love you, Hannah. Love um, you, Larry. Love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you guys love Monkey, please like and subscribe. Um, give us five stars. Um, and remember, always wipe from front to back. Oh, oh all right. Oh, my. This is no. This is honestly, next time, Rebecca, we do this, it's just you and me. Okay. Okay. Bye, you guys. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeRita. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.